Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi with a quote today from Marcus Aurelius in ancient Rome. And the quote that I have today, and I uh, put it up on Twitter, I put it up on on Instagram and, and Facebook, is his quote is, everything we hear is an opinion, not a fact. Everything we see is a perspective and not the truth. And I have to tell you, I absolutely love that quote. And I just found it this morning in preparation for this podcast. Because what I will do is I have a running list of topics, of notes for what I want to bring up in these podcasts. And then I go and I try and find some meme, some picture, some quote that helps support or represent the concept that I'm talking about. So I found it this morning. And it's just absolutely great to see that, that this isn't something new, right? This is something that has been around for now, you know, hundreds or thousands of years. And we still screw this up. We still screw up this concept of, you know, just because we hear something doesn't mean we hear the whole story. Just because we experience it doesn't mean it's the whole experience. And so what I'm fond of of calling this is presented reality. And learning how to question your presented reality. And, you know, just, just because I said it, doesn't mean that's what I wanted to say. Just because I heard it doesn't mean those are the words that you used. You know, I think we understand this in just just everyday communication. And I remember being in Hawaii and talking to my wife about traveling back and forth from, from New Jersey. And she was talking about in New Jersey flying out of the Newark airport. And she must have said the word Newark airport at least a half dozen times. And in my mind, all I heard was Philadelphia. I got tunnel vision on Philadelphia. It's about five minutes in the conversation, I stopped it. And I said, wait, whoa, 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 wait. I was like, have you, have you been saying Newark this whole time? And she laughed and she's like, yes, stupid, Newark, like I've been saying. And I was like, you know what, I am so sorry. Like all I've heard is Philadelphia this entire time, which is why I was so confused about driving north because Philadelphia is west of us. So it was just very, very odd. But again, it's human. And a lot of times, a lot of times we, we say things with words that we don't necessarily mean. And then everything in, in between from a, a misspeak to a misunderstanding to an absence of communication to us just being human, these happen all the time. But when I talk about presented reality, this is a concept that I learned very early in January of 2016 when I was uh, fresh, just weeks fresh into my first, first tour as uh, a command chief at the 305th Air Mobility Wing at Joint Base McGuire-Dix-Lakehurst in New Jersey. And what we were doing was quarterly awards for fourth quarter 2015. And so three weeks into my tenure there, we have the quarterly awards. And the quarterly awards, the wing level quarterly awards, like the base level, but for lack of a better term and or concept, so like for an Air Force base, the quarterly awards process is ran by the command chief and his exec. So I was working with my exec. She was on top of it. It was, it was great. We, you know, we, we were having it rocking. I didn't have to worry too much. We'd go to the quarterly awards, and as predicted, it went flawlessly. Absolutely thrilled. So three months later, in April of 2016, we're doing quarterly awards for first quarter, 16. We do our quarterly awards ceremony, and I had just as much involvement as I had before, which is like zero to none. And the quarterly awards were just an abomination. It just didn't flow right. The script sucked. You know, it was just, we had to rush on the 
presentos for like for the award winners and the, the nominees it just it just wasn't good uh, like not not good at all and so trying to figure that out was ugh, was just very 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 painful so when I sat back and and you know actually when my boss came up he's like what happened here it, it, it took me less than five seconds to realize the person at fault was me because what happened is I didn't question my presented reality all I did was think that well hey fourth quarter awards went well I showed up and boom, fourth quarter rewards went well. This is a well-oiled machine. I don't have to mess with this much. So I didn't. And I just assumed everything would go as planned just like it had before. Well, what I didn't understand or I didn't even think about was that I had swapped out executive assistants. So I had a brand new executive assistant who had never ran one of these things before. And I didn't help I didn't ask, I didn't provide guidance, I just left her to her own devices to kind of figure this stuff out, which good honor for, for, for trying to find success, but I didn't realize how badly I had put her behind the eight ball. And so quarterly awards came and, and it just wasn't great, but I sat back and I realized, gosh, there are so many things that I could have done to step in and, I re- and realize that my presented reality was a little bit different, that the reality that I had in January of 2016 was completely different than the reality I was in in April of 2016. I would have realized that my exec had no reps, had never done this before, you know, just had a paper sheet to go off of as far as who to talk to to order the awards, you know, who, but, you know, who was going to be the MC, who was going to sing the, the national anthem, who's going to schedule the honor guard. None of that stuff was on there. So it was, it was a very, very painful process, but at the same time, a wonderful lesson to be learned because I learned at that point to question my presented reality that if a bigger event or something is going on that I've done before, I just do a quick sanity check and I ask myself, what is the same and what is different? I sit back and and examine the environmentals that were present at the time and I try and balance those or match those up against are these same environmentals at play at the present time for going on for presenting situation X, however that works and shapes out. So ended up being great conversation and great thought process with she and I for planning the next one. And then the second quarter awards went swimmingly just as, as we thought they would. I was a bit more involved and I probably stayed involved for one more until we, you know, were sure that we had a good, good checklist and we had our eye on the ball and we could make all this stuff happen. So it was, it was really, really great. But that's how I understood presented reality. Moving forward was, you know, I didn't question what happened in January. I just showed up and it went well. So I assumed that it would always go well, but that isn't the case. And that was a, uh, bad, bad flaw of mine to make that assumption. And so now moving forward, I use that event as a reminder for me to question my presented reality. If I take a trip to Seattle and everything goes well and the weather's great, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Perhaps I'm, cause I'm, I'm going to Seattle here in, in the next two weeks. So sweet. I'm going to go to Seattle. It's going to be fine. It's perfect. If I go there six months from now and I pack the same clothes, that I do for the summer trip, I'm gonna set myself up for success because it's probably gonna be the same trip, meeting the same people, discussing the same things for the same net gain, but the environmentals are different and we need to question them. We need to figure out what's gonna change. 
Now, I don't think anyone, to include myself, is dumb enough to go up to Seattle with just shorts and a t-shirt, you know, in the middle of January. But I think the point is made, is that we do a lot of these adjustments at the time, and we, we, we do it for a small amount of things, but we don't question the environment and the environmentals on a daily basis for other things that, that we have going on there. Are we working with different people? Do we have different leaders involved? Are there different units going to be there? Are we talking about the same topics or are we talking about different topics? Are we gonna come there to present historical data or are we just gonna go there and talk about current trends? You know, figuring out these things ahead of time, questioning our presented reality moving forward is gonna be key to finding success. And another way of understanding presented reality, kind of like Marcus Aurelius was saying is, you know, um, you know, people say things, their opinions, not facts. And I'm, I'm fond of a little twist of that saying to where there are three sides to every story. My side, your side, and then the, the truth. And I love that look because just because I experienced it doesn't mean I'm right. And, and the, the, the way that I say this, and I, I think it's, it's very, very true, is that just because I experienced it, I saw it, I heard it, that is my truth. But it is not the fact. And this is the difference between truth and fact. And I think I've mentioned this in, in a, a previous uh, topic or a previous podcast. And so uh, an example that I have from that is that sometime 2014, 2015, while stationed in Hawaii, uh, there with my, my now good friend, Jason Minders, uh, really excited for Jason. He pins on Chief Master Sergeant here in a couple weeks, so excited to be able to go to Colorado to be present for that. But... What I, uh, what I will say is he and I didn't start off great friends and he and I had conflict for about a year and it wasn't until we did our first business trip together that we were able to kind of put some of that stuff aside. We were in a car trip for a long time, just had good conversation. I think got a better feel for each other. And then since then we've been amazing friends. And so very, very thankful for, for his friendship, for his conversation. And then he just has good insight. He's, he's a very passionate thinker but he does not make emotionally based arguments. And, and his, his EQ, his, his uh, uh, emotional quotient is very, very high. And so, you know, he knows when he's rational, he knows where he's being irrational and or emotional and will seek out outside advice and whatever. But anyway, at, at some point I'm coming back in, into work and he and I shared a cubicle. It was he and I. It was our boss who was a, a lieutenant colonel and some other major in there and just come back in. And not long after I'd gotten there, my lieutenant colonel asked me something about what I had just done or whatever. And then Jason made a very snide remark about me. And it was like very, very weird, very off-putting. So much so that afterwards I, I, I pulled him aside and, and, and rather sternly and unfortunately had a very one-sided conversation. I didn't yell, I didn't bark, I didn't scream. I did let him know that, that I, I was upset. I was offended that he would say something so, so crass about me. I, I thought I, I knew him better than that. And as it turns out, I screwed up. Because as I mentioned in my podcast before, I did not give him benefit of the doubt. Had I given him benefit of the doubt, I would have asked, hey, just, just simply like, hey, what, what was up with that comment in there? That, that seemed kind of weird and or not, not like you. What I would have found out had I done that is that before I got there, the lieutenant colonel had made a snide comment about me and about whatever I was, I was doing that day. And so when I came in, and we were, we were kind of talking about it, nothing was there, 
Jason reiterated that snide comment and just kind of, you know, thumbing his nose at the lieutenant colonel because he was just proven wrong by, you know, whatever I, I just done or, or, or whatever. So he was actually standing up for me. It didn't come out that way. But if you were privy to the conversation before, then you absolutely would have heard it. And so once he explained that to me, I instantly felt like a shit. I said, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I doubted you. I, I should have asked. I, I shouldn't have been that, that directive because it took a day or two for him to come up and say something because I'd made him mad by not trusting him. And, and he didn't think I would take that. He didn't think I would be so offended by that comment. But at the same time, he didn't necessarily realize that I wasn't in the room when the lieutenant colonel had made the first comment. And so it was this weird mix up of conversations between he and I were neither, you know, years later figuring out neither one of us questioned our presented reality and the conversation that we had and who was in the room or who wasn't in the room. And I think we, we see that all the time. Like, well, I put out the information on Tuesday and then, you know, Sharon steps up and says, well, hey, I wasn't at work Tuesday. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Then, then you wouldn't have gotten any of that in- information, <laughs> you know? It, 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 no one ever seems to apologize for, for that type of, of, of mistake. It's not Sharon's fault that, that she had to go away, you know, Tuesday afternoon. And it's not necessarily your fault for not knowing Sharon's whereabouts at all times or keeping 100% tabs on everybody in the office to make sure that they're around to get briefed that information. But we're human. Things happen all the time. We miscommunicate. We don't communicate information. We miscommunicate information. We, we may misspeak. And then some of us may just miss here. You know, how many times have you been driving down the road? You leave work and then magically you're in your driveway. You don't remember how you got home. You don't remember the route that you took. You don't remember what traffic was. You were just in your zone. Either you're rocking out to music or thinking about your day or you're fantasizing about your upcoming vacation and you just happened to miss it. You just missed the, the, the whole drive. That's human. People can check out. People can be there. People can be in the room looking at you, hearing the noises that are coming out of your mouth and not hear a thing. And not because necessarily they're they're trying to ignore you, but they're human. They may have a lot of stuff going on. They may have had a fight with their spouse or they may have a sick kid or maybe this meeting is chewing into a deadline that they have to get done immediately. And the longer you talk is less time that they have to work on this to, to meet the deadline. So there's a myriad of amazing, good, impeccable reasons for somebody to be disconnected when information is being put out there. But we need to let people be human. And we need to let people know that, hey, there's a a way to question your presented reality, to understand things, to figure out if our communication is as good as we think it is, or at a bare minimum, just to allow for the fact that regardless of how great our systems are, If there's humans involved, there's going to be human error. And that's not a bad thing. We don't have to freak out about it. If it happens all the time, yes. If that becomes a trend, yes, that is in fact bad. But these simple one-off situations are not something to freak out about. Now, it may be a big deal. You may miss something huge. Something may drop. But it is a simple human mistake. It does happen. So what I want you to think about is... Have you thought about questioning your presented reality? Have you, like me, gotten caught up in hearing and being part of your truth because you experience it and it's 100% your truth because you experienced it? Did you take that as fact or did you question it at all? Did you ask yourself when this happened, do I have all the information, past and present? Am I in a position 
to truly understand what is at play here? Or can I ask some clarifying questions before I jump to conclusions and make a whole lot of bad assumptions about what may or may not be going on? And while you're doing that, can you give that person or that team or that organization the benefit of the doubt that they have noble intent and they're trying to do the right thing? Now, they may have screwed up along the way, but people screw up all all the time. Maybe they're dealing, dealing with some bad assumptions on their end about us, but we can have these conversations. So question your presented reality. When something goes poorly that has historically gone very, very well, ask, have you questioned your presented reality and have you put safeguards in place to make sure that the thing that goes well keeps going well? Have you identified ahead of time what keeps this event successful and have you written down or or have you put in benchmarks to make sure that these key things automatically keep happening again and again and again as we continue to repeat this hopefully successful type of event? That's all I want you to think about. Question your presented reality. Just because you heard it doesn't mean you heard all of it. Just because you heard it doesn't mean that either A, that's what was said, or B, that's what they meant to say. And it's not always bad, and we, we get so mad, we're like, well, I heard you say this. Like, I, I, I get that. I, you know, pe- people can misspeak. And a lot of times, you know, you, you'll hear people at work, I said that this was due at noon on Tuesday. No, you said noon on Wednesday. No, I said noon on Tuesday. No, you said noon on Wednesday. I heard you, I was sitting right, right here. But again, that, that, that's human error. That happens all the time. It's not a bad thing. It just happens. And I don't think we need to, you know, either either freak out about it or whatever. It, and while it is unfortunate, and while we can have a conversation about it, we can figure that out. Because the next time, if somebody's saying that, we're like, hey, the, the next time, okay, okay, got it. One of us says it's Tuesday, one of us says it's Wednesday. The way that we can fix this is next time, we'll just put it on, on the calendar invite. We'll put it on the calendar, we'll get it published for everybody, we'll send updates when, when the, the dates update, if, if at all. And that way we don't run into this this, um, communication mishap again. And we can figure it out. So just think about it. Think about how you understand and think about how, how much or how little you have given thought to the concept of truth versus reality. That if you experience it, it makes it your truth. But that doesn't mean it is the fact. Think about it. Let me know what you think about it. Let me know. Do you have experience with this? Has this type of situation bitten you in the butt like it has with me before? I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to re-engage. I'd love to give different examples of how this has happened to to different people. So hit me up. uh, Email me, chachi at capelead.com. Hit me up at Chachi Pachesa on Instagram, at Tim Pachesa Twitter. Message me at the Cape Lead Facebook page. But no matter what you do, just please always educate anticipate and dominate. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. Later.